Catherine Weigel, and I am one of your ghost hosts. I have lost about 145 pounds, and with me today is... Donald Weigel, who is bedeviling and beguiling. (laughs) (laughs) And I have lost a bedeviling, beguiling 100 pounds. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations to you. Must be nice for us. Uh, it is a, a, a spooky season. It is a bewitching season. Yeah. A devilish season. And uh, if you are uh, living and breathing right now, it is almost the time of Halloween. Yes, it certainly is. Uh, and uh, we... And you definitely would know it if you were here with us. We are Halloween decorated oh, uh, up to the eyeballs. We cannot uh, stop buying Halloween. Things I was going to say decorated out the wazoo, but this is a family show. <laughs> I didn't want to, like, kids you, should not hear words you, like wazoo. You just did. And oh, you, you spoiled I said it, it twice. You spoiled it. I said it twice. Don't say it three times or else it will be That's tortured. right. You'll summon the candy man. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are going to talk about this uh, delightful season and the uh, delicious and uh, bedeviling treats that might enter your home uh when you invite them uh so donald you are a big fan of uh, of the gothness um, can you tell us- <laughs> you're you're thinking of like 22 year old me <laughs> yeah but what can you tell us about uh vampires how do they do they just come into your house whenever they feel like it and plonk down on the couch how, do, how does that work yeah no generally you have to invite them you have to send them like some sort of uh, formal invitation in the mail or something you've got to say it you yeah. are welcoming them oh, right. into your yeah, house that's right one of the things much like uh Bauhaus and other sort of uh vampire type things uh weight watchers uh, yeah. taught me that uh, you do not bring the devil home with you. And the devil can take many bewitching forms, can't it, Donald? It certainly can. And like, I I am not somebody who still does Weight Watchers. Um, it, you know, it, it was, it's a good program. I know, we know a lot of people who have done very well on it. It didn't work for me long term, but there were bits and pieces of it that really, really worked. And one of the counselors at Weight Watchers used to say, don't bring the devil home with you. And what she meant by that was, don't bring home treats and snacks and foods that you can't control yourself around. Right. And that has been a huge sticking point for me for years. And even not doing Weight Watchers, that uh, turn of phrase has really stuck with me because I know that if I bring the devil home with me, I am inviting chaos. I am inviting yeah. uh, distress and also deliciousness. But uh, but that can really throw us off our plans. Canada, even though we have lost all this weight, yeah. we still have rules around. We uh, sure do. And, and we're devil. not talking about the actual devil. But in this case, the devil is actually like a cupcake or some some such. Right, right, right. <laughs> so just in case you're wondering, this isn't a, a religious episode, but it is a, a season of bewitchingness. So Yes, we are going to talk about casting the devil out of your home <laughs> and out of your soul and having your head not spin around three times and exactly yeah. i haven't seen the exorcist in a really long time yeah like probably 20 years we actually i haven't either but we saw it in a theater in princeton together did we see it together sure okay. yes we did i thought we did 
I don't know. I don't remember, but yeah. it was a magical time for me. We actually, we did an episode a while ago called Clue, where we talked about like figuring out like what your your trigger points are, what your trouble points are. Yeah. Um, I hadn't seen that movie in probably 20 years. We started watching it with our daughter last yeah, it night. Yeah, turns out 1985 was not the enlightened time I remembered <laughs> it being. <laughs> Lots of uh, sexual innuendo and... Uh, Inappropriate groping of the maid. And, yeah, just and, not, uh, not, yeah. not as enlightened as we thought it was no. but we'll, we'll stick with the analogy of the board game and not the movie so much so. exactly but um if you are in a situation where you have lost a lot of weight or if you have not yet uh, found your footing we can invoke loopholes around bringing treats into our house we see friends who can moderate we see people on Instagram who bake entire trays of whatever and we think wow they can do it I should be able to do it too yeah Um, my best friend growing up was able to buy a candy bar and she would eat one bite a day and then fold it into her backpack and then maybe the next day have another bite for me I would just eat the entire candy bar yeah once and then I would box of candy bars or (laughs) whatever it happened to be but she was able to moderate and I just wanted, you know, I grew up having an eating disorder. So for me, that wasn't an option. But we see other people being able to do things and we think that we should be able to do it too. Um, but we have a list of, uh, I don't know how many, I'm not going to count numbers because I'm always bad at that. No. Uh, we have a number of loopholes that one might invoke to uh, to accidentally or purposefully bring El Diablo home with you. Uh, so does this sound like you? I'm buying it for my kids. Oh, you're so benevolent. My kids love it. I'm just going to get it for them. What about, you know what? I've lost so much weight. I'm going to test my resolve. I know I oh, usually yeah. eat all of them, but you know what? I'm just going to bring it home. I'm feeling pretty strong No, this it. time I think I can do it. Um, uh, it is National Donut Day. Oh, you gotta have, you gotta be patriotic. You yeah. want to support Yeah, I want to be part industry. of the larger, the larger, uh, thing. It's, you know, I can't not have it on National Croissant Day. Exactly. Uh, there's also the, you know, you go to a bakery and you, you see all of their delicacies. You gotta get a dozen. You're here. You're, you're hardly ever in this neighborhood. Yeah. It's a great place. Why don't you just bring a dozen home? Yeah. Or you're, you know, you're at Costco or your other big box store and you're like, oh, well, this is such a better value. I should oh. buy the 18 ton tub of mayonnaise oh rather my gosh. than. <laughs> they, they sell a five pound bucket of Nutella, which our daughter was actually trying oh to God. negotiate. Like, you know, what's really good. I could have like Nutella sandwiches. It'd be super healthy. <laughs> It's made with whole milk. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, thank you. Exactly. No, thank you. Um, What about just this once? You know what? I'm just going to do it just this once. Why not? Exactly. Or how about it's tradition in our family to have this? Oh, pierogies are tradition. Latkes are tradition. We always have a big Sunday meal on sun on Sundays. <laughs> Growing up, we always <laughs> we have our big Sunday meal on Fridays. Yeah, but that's why not? Just get our it family. out of the way. We're, we're yeah, we're, we get it out. Of we the don't way. like to wait till Sunday. 
Right. Uh, there's also, Donald uh, mentioned before the show, the COVID loopholes, which we actually did an episode called uh, Loophole 19. Oh, yeah. Uh, Donald had a couple of great ones for uh, for COVID loopholes. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm helping out the economy. You're helping out the economy. You want small businesses to stay in business. You want to support your friend who has the baked good company. You want to be a part of the team. The problem with that is we have eating disorders, and there are some causes that we just cannot uh, participate in. You know, or I'm going to order from, you know, Uber Eats or, you know, have something delivered to help out the local restaurants. Yeah. You know, I, I usually can't control myself around it, but I'm I'm helping out a good cause. But what about the kid at the front of the grocery store who's selling candy bars so that they can save things and they can yeah. go on camping or, trips? Or Girl Scout cookies or, yeah, you know, I used to sell candy bars door to door for Little League and I can only imagine, you know. Oh my gosh, yeah, you got your Girl Scout things, you got your community bake sales, you got, you know, you want to help raise money for things, you got to be supportive and part of the community. Yeah, and then there's the the loophole once you have it home. It's the, boy, it's a shame to waste it. Oh, so much of a shame. We actually, I made a a cake, a red velvet cake with our daughter, uh, and I counted out the calories, and I believe it had something like 10,000 calories in the entire cake. Once I realized that, you know, I've already sunk the costs. We're already, you know... There are starving people other places. We can't wait, let this uh, cake go to waste, but we ended up giving it to our neighbors. That's because crazy I had yeah. one and, slice. And now all of our neighbors have diabetes. <laughs> but no, but there is that. And it's our fault. There's that loophole. I mean, I used to make, uh, because I was benevolent, uh, I would make uh, cookies for our daughter's class. I'd eat half the dough beforehand and everybody, yeah. suddenly the cookie portions would get smaller and smaller. But uh, I was doing it for the kids. You got to do it for the kids. Exactly. And one we didn't actually talk about before the show, which I think is the last one I have uh, is uh, I'm buying my Halloween candy early because oh. they might run out. <laughs> oh my gosh, you gotta get well. And I had sort of the uh, the tis the season loophole. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You tis gotta the get the head start. What if they run out of the mallow creams that I love so much? Which I don't think anybody likes those. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you picked the most interesting examples: mallow creams. I don't know, but you know it. Tis the season. Oh, well, you know, they only have hot cross buns at Easter. They've only got this at this time, the pumpkin spice loophole. Yeah. All of that. We want to be uh, festive and we want to be comforted. Um, but unfortunately, when we find comfort in bringing food in the house, it sabotages our efforts. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked a lot about uh, lying to ourselves. And our recent MVP episode, you know, Catherine and I, our number one Aww. Uh, our number one uh, MVP in, in our weight loss journey has been being honest with ourselves and just honesty in general. And all of these things are excuses. We know, I know deep down when I invoke one of these loopholes, when I make one of these excuses to bring the devil home with me, I know what's going to happen. And I want it to happen. I want an excuse to eat it. So I'm actually setting myself up right. for failure on purpose. And I have to catch myself and stop myself from doing that. And, and realize that I am lying to myself in order to intentionally bring the devil home so that I can indulge in something. Right. Well, and I think, too, uh, I know Donald didn't want to go too heavy on the devil analogies, and uh, but I might actually uh, quote the Bible in a second. So just hang on tight, buddy. Well, well what are you waiting for? <laughs> well, I wanted to say that I know a lot of times 
we hear people talk about like, oh, I've been possessed by the devil or I've been, oh, I don't know what happened to me. I black like actually I saw someone actually posted something about like, well, I blacked out and then suddenly all the candy was gone. Yeah. You didn't actually black out. You just made a really indulgent decision. And and we have those impulses too. Oh my but, goodness, yes. But some people actually talk about that side of themselves, that that dark passenger, as we've talked about before. Yeah. As having a different name. Like, oh, well, I call them, you know, baddie Betty, or I call them, you know, negative Nancy or whatever. But like, you give that alter ego part of yourself a different name to disassociate yourself from your own choices. And going, going back to what Donald said about owning your choices, it's not, you know, my inner, you know, negative, whatever, it's me. I'm the one making the choices. You know, it's not being possessed by the devil. Like, I think in the actual exorcist, they talk about like, okay, devil, what is your name? And like, I am Beelzebub, bringer of darkness. And it's like, no, I am Catherine, bringer of treats. Like, I do it to myself. It is my choice. I'm not possessed by anybody. I'm just trying to find a loophole to bring something home. Oh, well, I was, you know, I was outside of myself. I don't know what happened. I just couldn't stop myself. We have to take control of our impulses. And um, we're about to, oh, you know, I was going to, I was going to quote, I was going to quote the Bible. Yeah, I was waiting for it. So here we go. (laughs) Uh, This is from uh, Timothy uh, 2, 24 through 26. The devil stalks the pure. Mm. Ah. His goal is not to destroy you as a big game hunter kills its prey. (laughs) Rather, the devil's main goal is to capture his quarry alive and use the person as he sees fit. We have these pristine goals about being perfect. We have goals about being, you know, going on a diet plan and suddenly being fixed and cured. But when we bring the devil home with us, we are tempting those dark desires. Sorry, I... I'm not going to go any more. I'm not going to quote any more Bible things. But like, There is lots of bad acting happening. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm not trying to be good at it. But we, you know, we tempt ourselves with these, you know, brightly packaged foods with these decadent, you know, like, it's not like we see apple commercials or it's like, yeah. buy an apple. It's crunchy. It's always, you know, decadent and dark and indulgent and forbidden and whatever. And the more we bring that into our homes, you know, the harder this whole weight loss process is going to be. It's not about resolve. It's not about, you know, like, well, I should know better. I'm not going to give in to temptation. James Clear talks about making it easy to make it easy on yourself. Yeah, like, for sure. And and there might be, you might be able to, you might be fine around certain treats, yeah. you know, 90% of the time. But there is going to come a time when you're alone and feeling emotional, agitated, you're tired, and you you get into these modes where you're just overconfident and you're like, yeah. oh, I can have this around, I can bring it home. And then one of these moments strikes and, you know, I had a, a pretty lousy day at work on Friday and I was just looking for an excuse yeah. to, to eat or drink my feelings and I resisted and because I knew what I was doing, I knew I was, you know, invoking the I deserve this loophole right. in order to have this and so... If I had had a lot of indulgent things in the house, I might have succumbed to that. But not having them here is helpful. Well, and it's the it's also that like Trojan horse thing of like there are things that you bring home that are fine 
three weeks out of four. Right. Which is a big issue for me because when I have my time of the month, suddenly food that I don't even like suddenly becomes tempting. You know, I buy something for our daughter and I don't think about it. And then suddenly it's like, darn it, I didn't bring any cookies home. Now what do I do? Oh, well, I don't even like licorice, but here you go. Like, I just need that hit. And exactly, we still, after losing all of this weight, have to watch what we bring into the house. We are not fixed. We're not suddenly the people. And I, I think I used to do this back in the day when I would lose weight. I'd be like, well, I'm fine now. I'll just make a tray of biscuits. Like, yeah. oh, Donald doesn't like biscuits and our daughter doesn't either. Well, I don't want them to go to waste, so I'll just eat them all. Like, that's what I used to do. And being honest with yourself is part of it. And then also having the tools, which I think is what we're going to talk about next. Yes. um, About sort of ways to manage having indulgences, but not having them in your home or not having them in the volume that you're used to. Because we're all about fitting things into our lives in a sensible way. We're not here to tempt ourselves. We're not here to have a binge weekend and start over on Monday. We're here to have things in moderation or in a purposeful, planned way so that they don't sabotage us, so that the devil doesn't suddenly take over everything. And so one of the things to keep in mind is there may be certain foods that you just cannot have in your home. There may be certain foods that you can't have in your home now that maybe at some future time you will be able to have. Like, for example, for me, I used to not be able to control myself around soda. I couldn't just have one. I would like one would turn into 15. But I'm at a point in my my weight loss journey venture now where I can have a soda in the house. I have them incredibly infrequently. And when I do, it does not send me reeling. But that may never be the case for some other foods. There may be things I just can't have around because they'll they'll send me into madness, so to speak. Or oh. you know, <laughs> you know, it's like the the demon possessing me from yeah. the exorcist. Well, and two, I think when you know when you were just starting this out and you were diagnosed with diabetes, I think you were really resentful at the idea of not being able to have soda again. And I, I think you were like, I'm never going to be able to have soda. I'm never going to be have be able to have whatever. Yeah, I mean, I thought I just was going to have to give up all enjoyable foods forever. And it turned out that it was, you know, like a year where I I basically abstained from just about anything uh, enjoyable. And then I was able to slowly work those things, gradually work those things back into my life. Well, and I think we can have temper tantrums when we think like, it's not fair. What's the point of life if I can't enjoy a blank? Like, am I really living? This is terrible. And I think not looking at forever, but looking at a small chunk of time right now, this isn't working for me. Let me assess it in six months or a year and see how it goes. So we're just talking about the short term. You know, for me, there are certain things. I haven't had a tub of hummus in the house in five years because it was my, you know, thousand calorie indulgence Every night, I'll repeat that. Every night, that was not a a typo. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, a, a, a verbal typo. <laughs> a verbal typo. Sure, why sure. not? But I just don't bring it home. And there are people, you know, I think we're going to do an episode on like what seems like healthy food, which isn't like, well, just pair it with some hummus. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, I did that. And that got me, you know, a thousand calories every night. Because why not just add butter to hummus too? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of this was a change in mindset. And I know that maybe we're spending a lot of time on this one thing, but I used to 
think that if I had one indulgent thing, that that was a reason to throw away all of the progress that I had. And it was changing that mindset that has really allowed me to work these treats back into my life into small but consistent ways so that I don't go off the deep end with any of them. And that will lead me into my first suggestion, which is portion control. Yeah. Don't buy the giant box store sized bag of Doritos. Right. Like but I, it's a value and your spouse is upset. Why are you wasting your money on single serving Mother Earth? Because that that giant bag is one serving yeah. to me. Like no joke, I will eat the whole thing in one sitting. If I take that out of the kitchen and bring it into the living room, it's not going back in the kitchen no. and, until it's inside me. <laughs> right. But I think people who don't have eating disorders don't understand the like, well that's a waste. Just moderate it. Just take one. Just yeah. just 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 but with people like us who are i'm a compulsive eater and the portion is the packaging you know it's like whatever the size is that's what i'll eat if it's if it's a hundred calorie pack i'll eat that if it's you know like at the grocery checkout yesterday what was it like 460 calories for a bag of a small bag of chips yeah it was a single serving bag of chips but it was like 460 calories i don't buy the 240 calorie even single serving bags I get the little tiny, like three quarters of an ounce or uh, whatever it is, seven eighths of an ounce bag that is like 150, 160 calories. And that is my one serving. And it satisfies my craving for that item. Maybe you would just end up eating 10 bags and it wouldn't work for you. But this is one thing that works for me. Or when I have a candy bar of some kind, I buy the little minis that are, you know, 80 or 100 calories, and I have one, sometimes two, and then that's it. And I am I know that is my treat for that, that moment in time. And I don't take a giant bag or a full, you know, f- you know, three or 400 calorie candy bar and eat that all at once. Well, and the thing is, Donald can moderate candy at home, and I cannot. So Donald has the 100-calorie packs of things, and I have just had to make it a rule. I don't eat them. They're not mine. I can't start because, for me, stopping eating those is difficult. For him, it is easy. So living with someone else who can moderate something, you have to know yourself well enough to say, that's not my food. And I I have to do that with our daughter's treats and with Donald's. Yeah. And Um, and even when we do bring treats home, um, we keep them out of sight. Yeah. Like so that they're not at eye level every time I open a cabinet or every time I open the refrigerator. They're not on the counter. They're not at eye level. Yeah. We have these these opaque metal containers that I keep some of my treats in. And then I keep some of my mini candy bars in a bottom drawer inside another container so that it takes me effort to like I have to consciously reach in there open the lid you know it's a screw top lid I have to know what I'm going in for and it's not just a oh well there it is right on the counter I'm just going right. to easily it's grab one it's not like one. the candy bowl on the counter at yeah. work like making it difficult making it you know ma- making sure that it's obscured matters our daughter has her own shelf in the pantry with her food on it and it's lower than my eye level so sure like if I wanted to I could go in and eat it and sometimes I do and I end up regretting it but having <laughs> it be you know having the food that you can feel good about in front of the food that is maybe more decadent matters. Keeping it out of the way, don't keep it on the counter. There are certain things that I just, like, I can't open a certain cabinet because I can't 
moderate chips and Donald can and our daughter can. So I have to, you know, living with other people, I have to know my limitations. Don't open Pandora's box of delicious treats. Um, so what, <laughs> What's a good name for a, for a treat, Pandora's box of delicious treats? Yeah. Oh my gosh. One of our neighbors set out a box of really expensive cookies individually wrapped yesterday or the day before. Yeah. And I invoked the like, well, they're out from the neighbors and I'll save it for dessert and it'll be, you know, oh, our daughter wants one. It'd be and, nice. and how'd that work out for you? <laughs> uh, I ended up eating the cookie uh, pretty much immediately. Yeah. So the lie that I told myself was I'll save it for burp, burp, burp. I don't save things. Yeah. I'm not a saver of things. I'm yeah. a saver of things. Exactly. Um, but uh, my next, uh, my next tip, my next tip of the week is pairing we've talked about this before we had an episode called pairing is caring yeah where i talk about planning a treat in conjunction with an occasional uh, event in your life so every time you get an oil change you get to have a croissant every time you take your dog to the groomer you get a bagel every time you get a haircut you get to have a Snickers bar, like whatever it is, keeping something in your life, but pairing it with something outside of the home gives you something to look forward to. It's not, do I deserve it? It's not, am I in the mood for it? It's okay. When I get my haircut, I'm going to have a bagel, which is what I do. I, uh, my stylist is next to a bagel shop. I used to eat six to seven bagels a sitting, uh, when yeah. I would have bagels at work for, cause I bring them in for the team. Cause I'm a team player. Um, but now I just pair it with a haircut and it makes it predictable. It puts it on a schedule and it keeps it in my life without being indulgent. Yeah. And we're not talking about like pairing a treat with every, every time, time you get in the car. Right. Like that's not something to pair. You know, it has to be an infrequent, like every time you go to the eye doctor or right. every time you go to the dentist or, you know. Well, and, and two, it's about those key treats that are really, you know, a, a 10 for you. It's not about just like the random box of like off Oreos that are in the right. Like, ah, okay, fine, I'll eat it. But it's like, you know what is my favorite thing is a chocolate croissant with a cup of coffee. Like that is everything. So don't just wolf it down anytime in your car. Make it like when I get my bagel, I sit down with it with a cup of coffee outside in public. I don't eat it in my car. I don't wolf it down. I really savor it. And taking the time to decide, you know what? I really love, you know, um, Cold Stone Creamery ice cream. Okay, well, that's not something to have on a random Tuesday on the way home from work. That's, yeah. I'm going to pair that with every time I get an oil change, or I'm going to get that every time I get my car washed. Pick a couple of things that are really important to you, even if it's a pizza. Like, I'm going to enjoy a pizza when we watch the Grammys or anytime we're watching an, yeah, award, yeah, an yeah. award show equals a hoagie from my Oh, man, there's shot. a lot of award shows out there, though. You well, have to but, be careful. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. every day you could find, like, National Paperclip Day and decide, right. like, oh, I'm going to celebrate it. Only then, on holidays. <laughs> but, you know, making it super special, like you – I remember the first time you had a Coca-Cola at home. It was when we were watching the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, no, here it comes. Yeah, like, is yeah, he just exactly. going to be, you know, possessed and never come back? But he was able to moderate it because it feels better to be able to plan an indulgence that really matters than it does to go like, I don't deserve it. I didn't lose weight this week. I can't have it. Nope. I get a haircut. I get a bagel. Yeah, like, it's for not sure. dramatic. It's not emotional. It's just planned. 
Uh, one way in which another way uh, that you can uh, try and cast the devil out, so <laughs> to speak, is to try and uh, brush your teeth or uh, use some mouthwash. <laughs> And then you can say, the power of crest compels you. The power, the of, power crest. of crest compels you. I really mostly did that for the joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but brushing your teeth matters. I had uh, that uh, surprise, shocking early oatmeal raisin cookie yeah, the other day. Yeah, yeah. But when you have that sweetness in your mouth, that delicious deliciousness, um, suddenly you want more. Yeah. You want more when you have it. It uh, So brushing your teeth and getting uh, that that taste out of your mouth actually does help. It does actually help. I It's never really stopped me when I want to eat something, but it does help. I, I really brought it up for the joke mostly, but it may help. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> going along with the, uh, the exorcist thing. Another thing to do is pump up the volume. Um, mm, we've talked about yeah. this before, but the one and done single serving, I know we talked about in the loopholes of like, well, I never get to this bakery. I really want to get a selection of things because I'm, you know, we're never never in this neighborhood. I've heard it's great. So I'm going to get six different things. When you're in a situation where you're out and you, you know, you, you want to get something indulgent, buy one of it and then pump up the volume. Yeah. Um, pump, pump up the volume. Where you have it, but then you, uh, you pump up the volume by adding something else. So let's say that you love your Cold Stone Creamery ice cream. That stuff has a lot of calories. You love Ben and Jerry's. You love brownies. Oh whatever. my goodness. Yes. Pump up the volume by adding, uh, you know, fruit if you like it. So strawberries can go into so many different things. Have one square, bring one square into the house. Yeah. And pump up the volume with tons of strawberries. Like, Add volume to it so that the experience goes longer and farther. You know, and, and it works with things like macaroni and cheese, yeah, like adding, you know, savory. cauliflower to that, you know, something along those lines, too. That really uh, works for me when I do it. No, totally. I got uh, some delicious uh, beef chili the other day. Delicious chili. Very high in calories. But I was able to double the volume of the chili by adding almost like half a cup to a cup of salsa to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I also sauteed some cabbage and then put that in there and it pumped up the volume for no calories so i was able to have it because you think like oh i could never have that like oh that's one serving for me but if you can pump up the volume with like i i did a chicken salad the other day yeah very high calories but again pumping it up with tons of vegetables and having it on a salad made it go farther but i still got to enjoy it yeah and uh this is uh this is a little bit of a tangent but right now trader joe's has their harvest chili mm. and like the whole tub of it's like 320 calories and I, I eat one of those for lunch and it's pretty darn satisfying um i've also been joking that nothing beats a hot bowl of chili on a blustery fall day because it's been like a hundred degrees <laughs> here in degrees. los angeles in october so think about ways you can pump up the volume uh, we did a whole episode on it you can go back to that um we already sort of talked about that out of sight thing don't keep it right on the counter. Don't keep it at eye level. Uh, but another one that I wanted to talk about was the first date rule, ah. which kind of ties into the pairing habit of the- So this is like if you eat one date, you shouldn't keep eating dates? No. Someone tried oh, to convince no. me that dates were like 
super dessert food. Oh like, my god, just, no thank you. Just stop. Just go. <laughs> I mean, go. dates are fine, but Okay, boomer. <laughs> I like I I didn't I didn't get 100 pounds overweight by eating dates. That no, was not a trigger no. food for me. Regularity is not an issue for me. Whoa. 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 So, uh neither are our first dates. Uh we don't I don't I haven't done that. But no. the first date rule is and it ties into the don't bring the devil home with you. Have your treat in public, just like a first date. Yeah. Tell your friends where you're going, which I do. Hey, Donald, I am going to the bagel shop and I am going to have a bagel. Yeah. Um, and then drive separately. Do not bring that home with you. No. Have the indulgence. And I know in this time of COVID, it can be difficult. But you know what? I love a chocolate croissant. So I'm going to have it outside of the bakery, sitting in a chair with a cup of coffee. I'm not going to be scrolling Facebook while I'm eating it. I'm going to be mindful. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, I actually went, last year I took a day off and went to a French bistral. Um, wow, you're so fancy. <laughs> I am super fancy. And I had a single croissant with a cup of coffee and I was listening to like snooty Edith Piaf music oh in my, my God. ears. Like I have I pictures. married her, everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, but I like I really savored it and I really enjoyed it. And I didn't just, you know, it in the before time I would literally just eat it in the car, wolf it down on the way to work. Oh yeah. Have croissant crumbs all over my lap. Well and then you're at that point where you've barely even tasted it and you feel right. like, oh I kind of missed out. Even though you actually ate the thing, like you're not paying full attention. So you're like, oh, well, that went by pretty quickly. I yeah. barely got to enjoy it. I should have another one. Uh, but the kids on the TikToks and the Twitters talk about those first date apps. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but having it in public. Swipe right? Swipe. Left? You know where to swipe. You, Let us you're know. You're swiping some direction. <laughs> no swiping swiper. Yeah. But have it in public. Have it seated. Have it as a special thing on a plate. Make it purposeful. Have it with other people. I love McDonald's. So I'm going to have it with a friend. I'm going to have it in public and I'm not going to bring it home with me. Um, it is, I, I think I actually went to a coffee shop with Donald and there was a woman who was having a muffin and a giant drink. And I was like, wow, that's indulgent. And then I thought to myself, maybe she's pairing something in public as an occasional treat. Like instead of judging that, like, boy, should you really be having an ice cream sundae? No, I'm yeah, sitting exactly. in public enjoying a treat that I really want. And I think it matters so much to be public about the treats that we have because I feel so much shame around it or I felt so much shame around it. Like, oh, why is she having that? It is so important to normalize treats in your life and to not feel judged by it. I went when I, I think I'd lost about 20 pounds and I went to an ice cream parlor with a friend and her mother and I had planned for the scoop of ice cream. Like it was it was exactly in my calorie count. It was, you know, it was going to be something I really enjoyed. And the mother said, boy, you should really skip dinner tonight because you're enjoying that ice cream. Yeah. Like, boy, this is your meal of the day. And I felt so terrible. I didn't have the boundaries around letting people talk about how I'm eating. Like, oh, you're going to eat all that. Oh, you're yeah. only eating that. Oh, you're going to eat whatever. But normalizing eating in public I used to secret eat all the time because of the shame I felt around the food. I no longer make excuses for the food I'm eating. I eat it in public and I make it purposeful. So really owning your choices and making conscious decisions about how you manage the devil in your life. Because I am not a person right now who's just going to say, I'm never going to have sugar again. I'm never going to have bread again. Making it a part of your life in a purposeful way keeps 
some balance in your life. It gives you something to look forward to and indulge. It's not about, you know, like white knuckling forever. It's about fitting things into your life in a way that makes sense. And uh, I only have one more thing on my list, but it is, again, another uh, Catherine Weigel rule, uh, and it comes from the sport of baseball, oh, which is oh, the three-strikes rule. Three strikes. You're and out. If you're, if you're in Australia, that you might be able to equate that to the incorrect disposal rule, which is some penalty in Australian rules football. Oh, I'm nice. trying to make us a little more international. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But No, but that idea of... You know, you bring something home and you overindulge. And you go, well, you know, it was a bad day. I was blah, blah, blah. And then you bring it home again. And then you make an, well, I just want to get it out of the house. So I'm going to eat it all right now. Right. You do that three times. That thing is telling you that you cannot moderate it in your home. That is a clear sign that it is a uh, a devil in yeah, your home. Exactly. And that you just, you know, you need to take a six month break and reassess it and use one of those other things the buy one and done, the eat in public, pairing is caring. Um, You've got to take control of your food choices because if you let your food choices control you, uh, forget yeah. my life, 2020, wah, like exactly. you've got to be a champion of your choices and go, okay, that didn't work. I mean, almost like you would with a toddler, like, okay, that that didn't work. What am I going to do differently? Because if you keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, it doesn't change when you lose the 100 pounds. Right. We still have to watch ourselves. All the time. Like just the same as I did before I lost the weight. Yeah. And for me, I think the last uh, the last one for me is make rules around your treats. Oh, yeah. I cannot have something sweet for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Me either. Like it is dessert for me. Cereal is dessert for me. Calling it what it is for you. I cannot have a pastry in the morning. I cannot have a muffin I really in don't the morning. eat anything that tastes like a treat before dinner all day, every day. Like whatever that is, I don't have a two o'clock treat. I don't have a 10 a.m. treat like because I can't do it. Like, uh, well, I shouldn't say I can't do it. I am not currently not yet, able yeah. to do it. Um, it, if I do, then I am white knuckling it. I am using every amount of my willpower to stop from continuing that that treat train from rolling. <laughs> <laughs> there are trains. There are devils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to invoke vampire rule right now. Ooh. You don't do it before sunset. Oh, yeah. You don't drink before sunset. Vampires don't come out until sunset. Yeah. You don't eat a treat. You don't eat something triggery or sweet until, you know, after dinner. If I, in the middle of the day, I realized recently that my, you know, 90 calorie meringue after lunch treat. Yeah. Ended up taking me to snack town yeah. all afternoon. Just that little bit of sugar, even though it was only 90 calories. On a vampire-driven coach. Sure. Instead of a train. Um, <laughs> But I realized I need to wait until after dinner to have my treat. Make rules around certain treats. I do not randomly have a muffin on a Tuesday. I don't randomly stop at McDonald's on a Wednesday. Yeah. You know what? McDonald's is payday. Payday on whatever is when I have McDonald's and that is it. I only get the kids meal. Make some hard rules for yourself because that negotiating, that's where the devil comes in. That we are smart people, we try to negotiate our choices. We, oh, well, you know, if you're making sounds like that of like how can I spin this 
so that it makes sense. Yeah. That's when the devil creeps in. That's when, you know, your choices become more fluid and you become calorically promiscuous. I close my kitchen at 8 p.m. for the most part. Because I know any choice that I make after 8 o'clock, I'm not eating a head of iceberg lettuce after 8 p.m. I'm going in, like, looking for little treats and sweets and, ah, so, uh, you know, at 60 to 90 calories at a time. Like I did last night, I had two meringues in front of your face. Yeah. Um, those aren't good choices. Those aren't choices that are going to make me proud of myself the next day. Yeah. So make some rules around the devil in your home. How can you advocate for yourself? How can you see patterns in yourself that are self-sabotaging? How can you be proactive and make decisions? Look at your month and go, oh, you know what? I've got a dentist appointment on Wednesday. That's when I'm going to have the banana nut muffin that I like. You know what? It's pumpkin spice season. Great. You know what? I'm going to save that for the first of the month. Yeah. Making those choices for yourself, taking out the negotiation, taking out the risk by bringing home a dozen. It is okay to throw out food. It is okay to give something to a neighbor if you can't control yourself around it. For sure. When we start negotiating, we are not people who have mastered managing our food choices but the more tools we have to fight our urges to control our urges the better we are it's not about how long can i sit there with the cake on the counter and not have it it's put it out of sight plan when you're going to have it throw food away manage single servings pump up the volume with low calorie foods to make it go farther. You can be an advocate for yourself and come up with ways to control those choices. Because if we don't, we're just going to be spinning our wheels and wonder why, like, oh, these diets aren't working for me. Oh, I wasn't meant to lose weight. No, we're negotiating with ourselves. It's simple. It's not emotional. Absolutely. And if all else fails, have an aging priest come over and perform (laughs) an exorcism and throw away all of your treats in the house i don't know where i was going with that but it's fine it's halloween time and before we sign off i just wanted to remind everybody it is the week of halloween and just remember that halloween candy is only halloween candy on october 31st any other day you have candy it's just monday candy just really be careful with it because this is we're entering the danger zone time. Yeah, of for sure, it's everywhere in in our faces. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. We really appreciate each and every one of you. If you liked this episode, or even if you didn't, you can find a lot more like it wherever you found this podcast. We're available pretty much wherever you can find podcasts. Um, you can also find all of our episodes at weonlylookthin.com. Yeah, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and twitter at we only look thin you can email us at we only look thin at gmail.com if you have any uh tips or tricks to keep the devil out of your home we'd like to know about it yeah if you have questions we will eventually answer them if you have episode ideas we uh we love those uh we've done uh several too many episodes uh based on listener questions we really appreciate that yeah and if you need a little bit more uh accountability in your life you can go to our website once again we only look thin.com and click on join our support group uh we have a support group called Walt place we only look thin place which is a uh, support group for women and uh yeah, there are people there going through the same things you're going through and um, you have direct access to uh, Catherine Weigel uh, yep, on there, me. and uh, yeah, uh, and and if you're uh, 
if you're wondering if it's right for you, uh, based on two different subscription rates, you can either get a three-day complimentary trial to see if it right, right, it's right for you if you sign up for a monthly membership. Or if you sign up for three months, you get a seven-day trial to just to see if it's right for you. Absolutely. Um, and if you wouldn't mind doing something for us, uh, you could go to Apple Podcasts, please, and give us a rating uh, and a quick review. It really helps us out. Uh, I think we're uh, we're right around 400 of them at we're this point. We're getting close. We're getting, getting close. Re- we love you those stars. You could be the 400th one, and you'll get a special thank you or something. <laughs> that would be pretty exciting. We would really appreciate it. Yeah, it uh, it really helps people when they're looking for shows like ours. Uh, it really boosts us in the search engine on yeah, we, Apple. We recently broke the 100 mark on uh, Apple we podcast. did. Yeah, we we're did. in the top 100 of Nutrition Weight Loss podcasts. Yeah, we're pretty cute. Yeah. We're a pretty big deal. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. And if you still can't tell the difference between an incorrect disposal in Australian Roos football <laughs> and a strikeout in baseball, just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.